Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $20 on the steel MS-162 or MS-170 chainsaw. Real steel. Offer valid through June 30th, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Welcome into Outkick the Show. I am your fearless leader, Clay Travis. I appreciate all of you hanging out with us. And oh my goodness, do we have a crazy story to dive into. The slap heard around the world, Will Smith versus Chris Rock. Want to give a shout out, congrats, even though I was a disaster in my Elite Eight gambling. Was really good in the Sweet 16. Duke, Kansas, UNC, and Villanova. That is the order in which they are favored to win the national championship. That is your final four. Seven of the last 13 national champions have come out of this quad. It will be eight out of 14 uh, before all is said and done. And uh, these are the most successful programs really in the last decade or so by and large. But got to start off with the Will Smith and Chris Rock slap heard round the world. All right, so I I used to love watching the Oscars. I like big events, whether it's Game of Thrones, whether it's the Super Bowl. I like big events that bring people together to all be able to sort of experience in communal spirit together. That's, to me, the essence of what television represented for most of my youth. I have been a fan of Will Smith. I have been a fan of Chris Rock for a long time. I like both of these guys like I would imagine the majority of you do as well. Here is the deal. I saw absolutely nothing wrong at all with the joke that Chris Rock made. The G.I. Jane 2 joke at uh, that was a punchline that went after Jada Pinkett Smith. I didn't think there was anything inappropriate with it. Some people can say, oh, she's got alopecia, she has issues with her hair, whatever. People have been making fun of LeBron James for not having hair for a decade. In fact, they did it at the Super Bowl. People have been making fun of bald people for years in general. The job at the, I didn't think it was a great joke, but the job of comedians at the Oscars for my entire life has been to come out and puncture the overinflated egos of Hollywood celebrities. Everybody you have seen do it. That wasn't even, in my opinion, in one of the top hundred most singeing, most cringing, most uh, difficult jokes that somebody's had to take, okay? If you have ever been to a comedy club even if you're not famous and set down close to the front of the, uh, of the stage, you're going to get made fun of on that kind of level regularly. I had, it's probably been like seven or eight years ago, I got roasted. Uh, there were hundreds of people there. I guarantee you that many jokes that were levied at my expense were far worse than anything that has been said about a Hollywood celebrity at the Oscars in a long time. So I saw absolutely nothing wrong with Chris Rock's joke. Uh, And even if you thought the joke was 
inappropriate or shouldn't have been made. We cannot set the precedent that if somebody says something that makes you mad, it's okay to hit them. That is a crime. That is basic human decency. You may not like what someone says. It might even be offensive to you. But the person who attacks someone else over words is the loser. And I believe that Will Smith, regardless of the choice made by Chris Rock, should be charged with assault. I don't know why Chris Rock needs to prosecute this case at all. Will Smith hit him open-handed without any uh, aggressive action done by uh, by Chris Rock. That's a crime. That's assault. To me, it should be prosecuted. And I just want you to think about the precedent that you're setting if it's not. Whether you're a comedian, whether you are a singer, whether you are an actor on stage on a play, the most sacrosanct rule in general of entertainment is you aren't allowed to enter the stage and accost a performer regardless of whether you agree or disagree with what they are saying and you certainly are not allowed to physically assault said performer, speaker, singer, comedian, uh, actor, whoever it is, you don't have the right to enter the stage and slap someone. I don't think this was a good look for Will Smith. I also think it was a really bad look for his marriage. Regardless of what you think about someone making a joke, Jada uh, Pinkett Smith, or whatever her name is, is a celebrity as well. So when two celebrities are there at the Oscars sitting down close to the front of the stage, you are fair game. And so this idea that Will Smith is going to try to defend his wife, frankly, is an embarrassing look for Will Smith. It was an embarrassing look for Hollywood that Will Smith was allowed to go on the stage to strike Chris Rock, go right back down to sitting on the front row and no one said or did anything to him. It's a bad look. And then he wins the best uh, actor for best actor, Oscar, goes up on the stage and he gets a standing ovation from everyone in Hollywood. Totally unacceptable. It shows what sheep the people in Hollywood truly are. Okay? So, I am on Team Chris Rock here. I was impressed that Chris Rock took the open-handed slap, which was crazy, from a much bigger man, totally did not expect that he was going to be attacked on the stage because this has never happened. In fact, if you actually watch the clip as Will Smith comes up on the stage, he thinks that there is going to be some form of humor or joke involved. And remember, Will Smith initially laughed fairly uproariously when the joke was made and then at some point he decided that he had to defend his wife's honor and go up on the stage and slap Chris Rock? It's an awful precedent to be set. But I give credit to Chris Rock who one, took the slap, two, stayed up on the stage and managed to deliver the actual Oscar even though he didn't flawlessly deliver his lines because as you can well imagine I'm sure he was stunned beyond belief 
that he just got slapped in the face for making a relatively innocuous joke. Uh, Later, Will Smith, so I'm team Chris Rock here beyond a shadow of a doubt. Later, Will Smith went up on the stage and accepted the award and apologized to the Academy but said nothing to Chris Rock. Now, I also do not believe that they should take away Will Smith's Oscar. He won it. I haven't seen the movie. I used to watch a lot of the Oscar movies. Now I've seen a lot of the Oscar-nominated animation films because I've got three young kids, but I typically am not able to catch up on all of the Oscar movies. So I haven't even watched the Venus and Serena Williams movie, Richard Williams, where Will Smith is playing their father who helped train them into great tennis players. So I haven't seen it. Uh, But I don't believe his Oscar should be pulled away. But again, I think the LA police should prosecute him. I really do. And I would, if I were Chris Rock, I would not have made the choice to press charges either. But you shouldn't have to press charges when everybody saw exactly what happened. What Will Smith did was commit assault. We don't need Chris Rock to press charges in order to watch the video and know that an assault happened. And you want to talk about privilege. There's all this talk about privilege. Think about how crazy it is that Will Smith walked up on the stage, physically struck another man who was presenting no danger to him, and then turned around, went back and sat down, and nobody did anything at all to him. Okay? That is the very definition of privilege, that you believe you don't have to abide by the most basic standards of decency. And I understand there's some people out there, and some of you may even be those people. There's a certain redneck overlap, and I can say that because I'm born and raised around rednecks, where people say, oh, if somebody says something bad to you, you should go hit them. No, that is a loser mindset, okay? I am 42 years old. Will Smith is 53. He's over a decade older than me. He's old enough to know way better. We're not talking about a 23-year-old, okay? We're talking about a 53-year-old grown-ass man over halfway through his life. 53 years old. If I am ever in a fist fight, if I am ever striking another man, the only way that's ever happening is if my life or my wife or family's life or someone close to me's life is being threatened in a violent manner. Other, or, or I'm being paid millions of dollars to engage in combat sports. And I don't even think I would do the second one now because I got enough money. I don't need to make money and risk getting significantly hurt at the age of 42, about to be 43. I don't need to take that risk. But I got to tell you, I believe that Will Smith has significant psychological issues because the way he responded to that joke is not the way that a sane and psychological person would respond to a joke like that. And so when I saw Will Smith go up on the stage, I thought to myself, my goodness, this guy is incredibly troubled. And like a lot of you, by the way, initially I was unsure whether it was real, but when I saw all the silence and I was watching it live, my kids were in bed. I used to watch the Oscars a lot. I happened to turn it on like five minutes beforehand. I'm reading a book about Daniel Boone, 
uh, believe it or not, and the, and the settling of the early part of the West coming across the Appalachian Mountains. So I literally got my Daniel Boone book and I put the television on mute. And when Chris Rock came out, I was like, oh, he's probably going to tell a couple of decent jokes. So I unmuted it. I was just thinking maybe something would happen. Uh, and I ended up watching for the rest of the night. But again, ordinarily, we would have the Oscars on in my house. Uh, we'd be paying attention. My wife would be watching with me. We just weren't that interested in it because the Oscars have become, uh, frankly, so woke that they aren't that interesting to watch. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now, save $30 on the American-made steel FS56 RCE trimmer. Real steel. The FS56 RCE is made in America of U.S. and global materials. Offer valid through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Hey, Clay Travis here. Hope you guys are enjoying OutKick. The show will have more coming back next. And this was not staged, right? I understand there are some of you out there who are saying, oh, this was staged, Clay, you're crazy. No. Will Smith's one of the most famous people in the world. He doesn't need more attention. He certainly doesn't need more negative attention. Chris Rock is one of the most famous comedians in the world. Neither one of these guys gain anything from having an incident like this that is staged. I think this was 100% real. I think that Will Smith lost his cool. Uh, Maybe he was angry over an earlier joke that was made about he and his wife having open marriages, but it was made by a woman and he couldn't say anything to them. And I got to be honest with you. I think the fact that Chris Rock is not a big dude and Will Smith is a big dude factored in here. If The Rock had been up on stage and if he had made the same joke about Will Smith's wife, Will Smith is not walking up on the stage and smacking The Rock because he'd probably get his ass kicked. And so I think that this is a bully move by Will Smith who is bigger and stronger than Chris Rock. And I got to give credit to Chris Rock that he managed to take that open-handed slap and continued and finished the, uh, finished the award. And also, by the way, think about this. There are a lot of people, when you hit someone like that, imagine if he had knocked Chris Rock down. Does the security come out and help him get up? What if Chris Rock had responded by throwing his own punch at Will Smith and both of them on the stage had ended up in a fistfight? All of this, I always try to keep in your mind, when you allow the crazy to be unleashed, you also incentivize other people's crazy to be unleashed, right? As soon as Will Smith went up on that stage and smacked Chris Rock, he doesn't control what Chris Rock's response is going to be. And I made a joke about it, but I kind of wanted Chris Rock to come back out of backstage with a chair in his hands and WWE style smack Will Smith in the back of the head while he was giving his acceptance speech. And by the way, Will Smith's acceptance speech was strange. He said he's trying to bring, you know, basically decency back to the world more. And I'm like, wait a minute, dude, you just walked up on the stage as a 53-year-old man and smacked somebody in the face because you didn't like a joke that they made. Again, every comedian in America hates Will Smith now. And we need to keep in mind, Will Smith is from the comedic 
universe. So if anybody should be familiar with what is required of an Oscar comedian in terms of making jokes, that is what everybody should be thinking about. Now the one positive here is, thank God this wasn't a race-related issue. Can you imagine if it had been a white comedian making the exact same joke and Will Smith had walked up on stage and smacked him? It would have turned into a huge racial issue and that white comedian might get canceled. I mean, seriously. If a white actor had walked, like let's say it's Bradley Cooper, had walked up on stage and smacked Chris Rock like that because he made a joke, it would turn into a huge racial issue as well. So the only positive associated with this is at least there was no racial uh, animus uh, involved or argued to be involved. Although, that doesn't stop the woke universe from weighing in. Uh, And Dr. Jason Johnson, who is a professor at Michigan State, immediately tweeted this out. No way Will Smith does that to a white comedian, a Bill Burr or Ricky Gervais. He wouldn't have even been able to reach the stage. He definitely would have been asked to leave afterwards and both of those comedians would have been just as likely to make that joke. So wait, you think that security would have kept Will Smith off the stage if it were Bill Burr or Ricky Gervais? And that if Will Smith had hit a white comedian, they would have demanded that he leave? You're crazy. To me, the ultimate privilege, and I've been arguing this for years, this isn't new, isn't white, black, Asian, Hispanic, male or female. It's rich privilege. If you are wealthy, if you are famous, you are able to get away with far more than someone who is not wealthy. And by the way, hot girl privilege, in my opinion, is the number one privilege on the planet, right? If you are a girl and you are really good looking, you can get away with anything compared to everybody else. So hot girl privilege is number one. Rich privilege is number two. And what Will Smith was able to take advantage of was his celebrity privilege. Nobody did anything to him despite the fact that he committed assault. Think about this in the context of sports. We got people getting kicked out of sporting events for yelling mean comments to athletes now, right? You're courtside in an NBA game and an athlete decides that what you have said is inappropriate or unacceptable. You get kicked out of the arena and sometimes you get banned for life. That's what they try to say, right? All of these stories, if an athlete decides that you are saying something that they don't like. At the Oscars, Will Smith was able to walk up onto the stage and strike the performer live on television and just went right back to his seat and nobody required any sort of contrition or uh, significant uh, apology or anything else from Will Smith for what he did. So I obviously have a ton of thoughts about this. I probably could do an entire radio show today just talking about the Will Smith and Chris Rock fallout, but here's what I would say in general. If you teach your kids that somebody saying something mean to you justifies physical violence, you are failing as a parent. And if you engage in physical violence because of something that someone says to you, you are failing as a human being, 
unless there is physical danger involved in your response. People say mean things to me all the time. I can't just walk right up and punch them or slap them because they said something mean to me. Now, we can argue about the difference between social media speech and speech in real life, but we've had whatever it is, 80 Oscars so far, and nobody has ever walked up on the stage and struck someone before. This is completely unacceptable. And I believe, again, to reiterate, I think Will Smith should face criminal charges. Now, I think he would plea down, but this is the very definition of assault. Can't allow it to happen. Can't praise him in any way. And I'm glad that the vast majority of you agreed with me when I allowed a uh, vote, a poll to go up um, and, uh, and everybody, I said, hey, what's your position on this in general? Uh, I think it was 86%. I'm going to look at the latest number. I believe it was 86% of you. Yes, over 75,000 of you voted. And I'm going to retweet this right now. So if you want to, uh, to, to have your voice heard, you can go vote in this as well. We'll get it over 100,000. Which side are you on? 86% of you said you were on Chris Rock's side. And by the way, a CNN analyst immediately blamed Donald Trump for the aftermath of the Will Smith-Chris Rock Oscars incident. Howard Stern also said Will Smith and Donald Trump or the same people, uh, and uh, which is ridiculous. But I will say, this is maybe the first time ever that I found myself on the same side with Howard Stern, with the ladies on The View, uh, and Buck Sexton and me uh, on the radio show in general. So, those are my thoughts on the Will Smith-Chris Rock incident uh, beyond a uh, shadow of a doubt. I want to thank, by the way, Riley Gaines for coming on the radio program just about an hour ago. Uh, Riley Gaines is a swimmer at the University of Kentucky. She is a uh, native of Gallatin, Tennessee, which is a suburb, effectively, of Nashville. Senior at the University of Kentucky who swam against the Penn transgender swimmer And I just want to reiterate this because it's pure madness. The Penn transgender swimmer still has male genitalia and used the women's locker room for the NCAA championships. Let me reiterate that. Used the women's locker room. We are so upside down in the world right now that we have got biological men who decide to say that they are women even though they still have male genitalia and they are allowed to use the locker room of the women? This makes zero sense. It's actually a crime in many jurisdictions for men to go into the women's locker room and and reveal themselves inside of that locker room. What is the NCAA doing? And what are we doing as a society that we are allowing biological men who are bigger, stronger, and faster than women to decide to identify as women and win women's championships? And this, by the way, is not going to end, which is why I believe that many states need to take action here and actually prevent this from happening going forward. I don't think it's a crazy idea at all. Whoever you are, you should compete as the biology 
that you have on your birth certificate. Men compete against men. Women compete against women. Thank you to Riley Gaines for being brave enough to speak out. A um, couple of other things. Uh, again, cr- credit to congratulations to Duke, Kansas, UNC, and Villanova for their advancing to the Final Four and officially getting that set. Um, this, is, this is pretty wild. China is locking down Shanghai uh, as the COVID outbreak continues to grow in China. Shanghai is the second largest city, I believe, in all of China. 22 million people live there. It's bigger than any city in the United States, I believe. Pretty crazy to think about. They are locking down Shanghai. Now, the decision was made to allow Mets and Yankees and Kyrie Irving to play in New York City. But I want to give credit to Kyrie Irving for pointing out 1,400 people lost their jobs who were working in schools, policemen, firemen, And the fact that those people are not getting their jobs back with back pay is to me arbitrary and capricious. Just because you are a celebrity, just because you are famous, does not mean, in my opinion, that you should be able to do your job while many other people should not. And so I give credit to Kyrie Irving for speaking truth to power, for standing on his principles and refusing to get a COVID shot that he didn't need, uh, and, uh, and for speaking out in favor of all of these New York City employees and many others who have lost their jobs over their vaccine decision would be easy for Kyrie Irving now that he can play to not speak out in favor of others. I give him credit for speaking out in that respect. Over the weekend, I spent the entire weekend, by the way, at a uh, at Little League baseball fields. In fact, as soon as I finish this show, I'm going to go pick up my kids And then I got more Little League games tonight. Uh, But I spent Saturday and Sunday, uh, my 11-year-old plays travel baseball. So I'm going to be spending tons of weekends uh, following him around at uh, Little League Baseball. Uh, But Joe Biden was in Ukraine and completely misspoke. Did you guys see this story? Uh, Joe Biden was in Ukraine and managed to finish a 27-minute speech where all he had to do was read Uh, was read the teleprompter and finish it. And instead, uh, he made the decision to say basically that Joe Biden did that we needed to overthrow uh, Vladimir Putin, which threw everything into an uproar. This is troubling because one, Biden can't be trusted to even make cogent arguments now. Two, he's not even just going to read off the teleprompter. He's going to throw his own rhetorical flourishes on the end which makes zero sense. It's embarrassment, puts us all under greater risk, and it's why Joe Biden's overall approval rating has fallen to 40%, according to NBC News in their most recent poll. Given the fact that the polls have overwhelmingly favored Democrats, this probably means that Joe Biden, that's a new low, by the way, at 40%, this probably means that Joe Biden's overall support is even lower than 40%. The midterms are going to be an unmitigated disaster for the Democratic Party in general. Finally, uh, Jenny Thomas is the wife of Clarence Thomas. She believes that the 2020 election in the immediate aftermath that it had been stolen by Joe Biden and she was texting with people inside of the Biden White House. I don't see anything at all wrong with what Jenny Thomas 
was doing. She was advocating for her personal beliefs. What is happening here is we're getting a situation where everyone is willing to hold Clarence Thomas accountable for his wife's opinions. Maureen Dowd even demanded that uh, that Clarence Thomas either step down or be removed, which would require impeachment, um, in order, uh, but because of what the text that Jenny Thomas sent. Meanwhile, the same people are not willing to cover actual news that Hunter Biden, alongside of his father, may have been selling access to the office. In fact, this uh, I saw just before I started doing this show, ABC, CBS, and NBC have not covered Hunter Biden in 259 days. 259 days, ABC, CBS, and NBC have not covered any aspect of Hunter Biden. Tell me how that is not the definition of left-wing propaganda. They're covering Jenny Thomas's text messages like crazy. They haven't even mentioned Hunter Biden's name in 259 days, even though he is being presently investigated by a grand jury for potentially many different felonies. Uh, that is, again, the definition of a biased media. Okay. Appreciate all of you. My name is Clay Travis. DBAP unless you need to SBAP. You can always go subscribe to this show. You can listen to the audio or you can watch us on YouTube. Search out my name, Clay Travis. Search out OutKick. Love all the comments that you guys are sharing on YouTube and love how many of you are watching all of these segments. I'll be back tomorrow. Same bad time, same bad channel. DBAP unless you need to SBAP. I'm going to pick up my kids. Whatever you do, don't hit somebody who says something mean to you. This has been OutKick, the show.